Sick. Bashiana. Medical disclaimer. The advice that I'm sharing is based on my experience as a licensed massage therapist and an active participant in alternative healing practices. The advice is for educational and informational purposes only. While it may be useful to some, be smart about it. Talk to a healthcare provider before trying out some of these practices. Welcome to Who You Call in Holistic. I'm your host, Shiana. And uh, thanks to all who were able to attend the live that we had last week. Um, I had some good feedback, too. You guys said you enjoyed it. We got to answer some of your questions about um, Akashic Records readings. And Christian even did a live reading for Brandon. So shout out to you, Brandon, for being a good sport and sitting in the hot seat hot seat for that um because that's it's a different place to be in when you're trying new things and then when you're trying new things in front of an audience um I can relate so (laughs) uh, I appreciate those who who checked out that live um I will have some more of those in the future as I have other guests on I think it's a good idea to have these follow-up lives so you all can see these people talk about what they love to do in action and see them live talking about it. I think it gives people a different perspective on other people's work. So anyway, yeah, just look out for those in the future. Um, And I'm looking forward to putting more of those together. So on another note, how are you doing? I did see that September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. So uh, I did need to speak on that because I am all about addressing, you know, feeling like you're not alone because you aren't alone. You are fully supported out here. And, um, you know, I also, on a lighter note, saw somebody mention that September is hashtag self-care September. And I was like, you know what? I'm here for that because you cannot pour from an empty glass. So I figured I would talk about some of the self-care things that I've come across in in my journey uh, and things that helped me along the way to get me where I am today because I don't know that I've really touched on on much of it. I think I dibble dabble in it sometimes, um, but maybe I haven't shared enough about what certain practices have done for me. So in no particular order, I wanted to share some of the modalities, some of these healing treatments that I've tried over the years. Um, And we're, gosh, I guess we can start back from I really probably dove in back in 2015. So 2015 is when I first was introduced to acupuncture. And before I even tried out an acupuncture appointment, um, I learned, I think it was in this order, that I learned cupping. And my massage mentor at the time, Sumie, shout out to Sumie, uh, she came into the office because we worked in the same salon, but we had our rooms next to each other. And she came into the salon and she had all of these cupping marks on her. And I was like, what is that? What's all of that about? She explained to me what cupping was. And then I was like, okay, all right, I want to know more. And then she said, well, she's going to be teaching a class if you're interested. And we can take the class together. So I was like, yeah, sign me up. So that's how I was even introduced to cupping. Um, So when I started doing cupping therapy on other people and I was known as like, oh, you're you're the girl that does the cupping stuff. And... um, that all stemmed from like part of my my heal my healing journey 
so it's like I've always I've picked up on information that I'm like, ooh, this does great things for for people. Other people should hear about this. Other people should experience this. So that's really what I've been doing for some years now. So acupuncture started it out, um, and acupuncture is what I went to for. Um, it was right after the time that I I was diagnosed with like chronic sinus infections, and then. Um, I had mastoiditis, which was my, my sinus infection moved to the bone behind my ear. So it was causing vertigo. I was having dizziness. And at the time, I was working uh, part-time at uh, USC. So I was working a, a desk job, basically, sitting at a computer all day. And it came to a point, and again, this is prior to 2015, um, it came to a point where I, I couldn't drive to work. I was like, I'm too, I can't drive to work. I'm too dizzy. Um, and I'm worried that I might like swerve the car off the road. So I went to the doctor about it. I went to another doctor about it. I went to a specialist about it. I had a tube put in my ear. Like none of this worked. All of this is also the same time that the steroids made me gain 20 pounds in two months. I had the moon face and all. Um, it didn't matter what I did. Like what I took, a Z-Pack, um, antibiotics, none of it was doing anything for me, but making me fat and miserable and angry. Um, not angry at being fat, but like angry, just like it changed my mood. And um, and I say, ugh, I shouldn't have to say this, but let me just, it was fat for me. I was uncomfortable in my weight. I was uncomfortable in my clothes and really I just wasn't healthy. Um, my skin showed it, my demeanor showed it, um, just not, specifically my skin showed it. Like I just, I had like almost cystic acne under like my cheeks and I didn't even have acne growing up. I didn't have acne in high school. So for me to have acne as an adult and not know what to do about it and not know how to address this vertigo and feeling like I was crazy. So anyway, so that's, that's where my, my trauma began with like trusting physicians, right? That's a whole nother story, but I'm hearing that's a thing. Um, but anyway, so acupuncture started my journey with like leaning into, okay, this other shit isn't working. So please provide me with some other answers because I know that there's other answers out there. So from acupuncture, and again, I don't, I don't want to put these in any particular order, but I'm just trying to think of the ones that like really stuck out for me to share with you as we start self-care September. So another one that I need to throw in the mix for sure is going to therapy. Um, so I did have an experience with therapy growing up. It was shortly after my father passed. He And for those who don't know, he was murdered when I was 15. So as expected, I should probably go to therapy. Um, but at the time it was like therapy that was appointed by, um, the company that he worked for. It was included in his death package or something like that, uh, whatever that is. And, uh, the therapist that they provided me with was like this old white man. And I remember going to therapy and, you know, like talking about my dad and talking about my upbringing and my parents weren't together when my dad passed anyway, but that's neither here nor there. But in my therapy, I remember this old white man saying like, oh, well, you know, it sounds like your dad wasn't very responsible. 
And like the fact that I still remember those words from a therapist saying that, like you don't want to hear that when when you're a teenage girl and your father just passed. So in hindsight, I probably should have spoken up and said, please get me a different therapist. But, you know, I probably had some throat chakra blockages then and was still finding my voice and not knowing how to say, hey, I don't really like this therapist because he doesn't speak nicely of my father. Please give me a different one. It was more like uh, therapy is not for me. <laughs> so I felt like I I wanted to try out therapy. It had been on my mind anyway, especially with like pff, the trauma from, you know, the jobs I've had in the past and like wondering if I was losing my mind um, because like, am I the problem? Is it me all this time that's, that's fucking things up? Um, when really it was just, I wasn't supposed to be where I was because that wasn't my path. So anyway, I remember uh, I was referred to a therapist um, and she's amazing. And, you know, I'm all about some some people doing what they're supposed to do, walking in their purpose. And the fact that she's a Libra, let me just throw that out there. And for those who don't know much about Libras, like a Libra working a career in like politics or some something where where like judgment is involved or you know no judgment even is like a great path for them because they're always they're always like a neutral party they're always seeing both sides which is like which is a headache by the way guys for those libras that are listening the whole the whole let me weigh both sides it's a pain in the ass i'm gonna just say it Um, I'm thinking it, other people are thinking it too. Just fucking make up your mind, decide on one thing, just fucking make up your mind. Anyway, um, so enough about that, but I love my therapist. Um, (laughs) so shout out to her, but I remember when I went into a session before and I was really upset because I I don't even, it was something very petty. Like, I wasn't going to make my nephew's birthday party in time because I was coming back from out of town, shocker. And I was on the road and they were going to like, you know, start the cake cutting or something before I got there. And I was upset about it. And like, I was very upset about it because I hadn't missed any of his birthdays. And like, you know, that's my, that's my little nephew. I wanted to be there for him. And like, I don't have kids yet. So, you know, in reality, I know how kids are. Like, I've seen it. I've seen it more than once. And when birthday cake is involved, they don't give a fuck about who they need to wait for before they can eat their cake. So I get it. They had to cut the cake before I got there. But y'all, I was like boohoo crying about this. I don't even know why. Like I was so upset about it. And um, so whenever I went into my therapy session, I was like, I don't know why I was upset about this incident. Like, um, you know, like it's it's a cake. It's a child's birthday party. Like, why was I so upset? Blah, 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 blah. And I remember my therapist, like, Shiana, like, you don't know what was going on at the house at the time. And, you know, like, she was probably overwhelmed. And, you know, the kids were probably in her face and blah, 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 blah. Like, it's it's probably not even about you. And, like, that hit. And I was like, oh, shit. Because it hit on so many other levels. And I was like, man, a lot of the things that I get upset about are never about me. <laughs> They're never about me. Like, and now that's put me in a point where I therapize myself about these things because 
now I'm the observer in a lot of situations. And I'm like, you know what? You can't be upset with that person. They might be going through shit. You don't know what they're going through. So like you can't get upset with their reaction. I mean, you can, but you can base your emotions off of what you're feeling in the moment, but also understand that it's probably never about you. (laughs) It's really about them. So which brings me to my next little piece of one of my favorite therapies that I've tried out. And if you haven't done this yet, especially women, I can't speak on the men's side because I wasn't in that locker room. But if you have not had this experience yet, you have got to try out a Korean spa. And if you haven't, if you're like in the South Carolina area, there's definitely not one in Columbia, South Carolina. But there is one outside of Atlanta in Duluth, and it's called Jeju Sauna. And so the first time I went to Jeju, it was actually with Sumie, that massage mentor I mentioned a moment ago, and um, and her daughter, daughters, I don't remember the whole group, but it, it was Sumie for sure, and there was a group of us that went. And I mean, Sumie has seen me like naked jumping on the massage table, or not actually jumping on the massage table, but like she's probably seen me naked at some point. No biggie, whatever. It's just a body at the end of the day. Um, And I'm saying that now in hindsight, but let me tell you. So you get to Jeju and you pay, well, the prices have gone up now because, you know, pandemic and as expected, but you pay this, like at the time it was $25 and $25 entry fee. It's a 24 hour spot. Um, It was surprisingly very, very clean, Um, you know, for it to be open 24 hours. It was surprisingly very clean. So you pay this $25 and you go into the locker room. They give you these like this terrible, like matching uniform, but you know, I guess it's, it works for the space. And um, so it's almost like scrub shorts and a matching t-shirt, like a matching cotton t-shirt, which is some horrible khaki color or whatever, but it's fine. Uh, It's clean. And you go in the locker room and you're, you're asked to go in the bathing area and clean off and shower. And there's, you know, all of the products are available around. And if you want to take your own cleaning products and bathing products, you can do that too. Um, but when you first get in the locker room, like everybody's just naked. Everybody is completely butt ass naked. And I do have these locker rooms separated. The men are in a whole separate location, but everybody's butt ass naked. And when I tell you, you can tell the people that have gone there more than once, the regulars, the ones that probably have the annual pass, And those that are just trying it out because, and I was one of them when I was there for like, you know, the first four minutes. And I remember Sumie even said something like, oh yeah, you'll get over that soon. But like, I was one of them that kind of wanted to, to cover my boobs and like, maybe, maybe put my hand over my vag a little bit. Like what? I don't want everybody looking at it, but it goes back to what I learned in therapy and like, you know, A lot of us, again, a lot of us probably have some variation of body dysmorphia, which isn't all the way surprising with the way things are in the in the world right now. Right. Um, Body shape, size, expectations are just wild across the board. So I was in there, you know, thinking like, oh, my God, like, let me cover up this or what if people are judging this or blah, 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 blah. And like nobody gives a fuck 
what you look like in there because everybody else is worried about their own shit. Again, it's a lot of times it's not about you. Like that was such a hard lesson that I learned, not even a hard lesson. That was such an aha lesson that I learned in Jeju because again, everybody's worried about their own shit. Like everybody's wondering like, Ooh, what does my body look like in comparison to these other bodies in here? And, Oh, this person has that. And this person, this person's stuff looks like that. Like at at the end of the day, like none of, none of the shit matters. Again, we're just all like meat suits made of stardust. And I, I got that reference from Ashley, my human design mentor. Um, when she said that once, I was like, that is, that's exactly what it is. Like, at the end of the day, we should just be grateful that these vessels that are carrying us around, um, these meat suits that we're in are healthy, are functioning. And have you ever like actually sat down and thought about all the, the times that you were protected in your meat suit? Like I had that flashback recently. Some of the times that some of the wild shit that I did growing up and like I've been protected by some some force clearly bigger than me all these years like thank god for my meat suit but like also thank god for the protection around my meat suit um but yeah okay back to Jeju so Jeju has um and again this is you know hashtag self-care September uh so you you pay this $25 and then there's different spas that you can sit in within the space so there's like a gem room there's a charcoal room, uh, and the charcoal room is good for detoxing. However, I will let you know that people are just going to be farting in there. It's a thing. It's a detox space, so just expect for people to be farting in that room with you. Um, and there's like a, a red light therapy situation, and there's like a very hot hot sauna, and then there's also a very, or not hot sauna, hot hot tub, and then like a cold tub. And I will say I did the whole, like, let me jump in the hot tub, then let me jump in the cold, the cold tub, because it's great for blood circulation and it's great for your, your lymphatic system. Um, would I do it again? I'm good. You know, like, uh, maybe not at JJ. I might would do it one more time because I do know the benefits, but I'm not in love with that. Like I used to love that growing up when you would leave, you'd get out the little kiddie pool or the, the hot tub and go jump in the, the big pool. But I'm really not into that these days. I'm I'm good with the hot water. Um, but I do know the benefits in switching from the hot to cold. It's great for your lymphatic system. Um, it's great to make your appearance look younger, probably because you're in shock, I'm sure. But uh, it is great for a lot of things. So check out Jeju Sauna if you do get a chance or if you are in another location. Just a Korean spa is a nice experience. Um, the food there was incredible. Uh, I did also try a hip bath, which is different herbs put together, and then you're squatting over um, some contraption, which is basically, this was like basically my first introduction to a yoni steam. So a hip bath is also good for your digestive system. It's good for your reproductive organs. And um, if you are prone to hemorrhoids, it addresses those as well. I will say my ultimate favorite all-time part of Jeju was the body scrub. Mind you, I was not a fan of being on a metal slab. It's very like forensic files vibes. But other than that, and also um, highly suggest an edible for that experience because (laughs) 
It was a great experience. It was like $45, first of all, which is a steal of a deal. I'm sure that price has gone up since. But um, they like throw buckets of... I'm not going to be able to to describe this and make it sound appealing at all. They throw buckets of water on you. They scrub, like exfoliate your skin so well that like you see gray, like gray old skin that comes off on the sides. And then again, they're throwing buckets of water on you, but the water is like the most perfect temperature that you have ever felt in your life on your skin. Um, And I will say uh, I've done this particular treatment twice. The first time I went, I had a special brownie and that experience was so good. Like they barely spoke English. So when they told me to turn over, like I was not here all the way, um, but I was enjoying myself. And then um, the second time I went, I did not have an edible and I almost questioned why she hated me. Like, why is she doing this to my body? Uh, Why is she scrubbing so hard? Is there supposed to be that much skin coming off of my body? Does she want me to have my tendons out? Like I wasn't all the way sure of her goal. Um, So if you can find a way to relax beforehand, uh, for me, like I said, it was a special brownie. I will not have a body scrub again without a special brownie of some sort. I already know that in my head. So overall, great experience. And again, it's it's one of the favorite self-care adventures experiences that I've had um, because it also taught me like everybody's worried about their own shit, not yours. Um, so yeah, I think that the, that's the main lesson that I take away from a lot of these therapies that I've done. And outside of those, uh, what did I list? Three? Outside of those three already, um, the other one that I'll, I'll mention was uh, myofascial release. So myofascial release, and I'll probably have to talk about this on a whole nother episode too because it's just that deep and lengthy. But myofascial release addresses traumas that have happened over the years to your tissues um, or traumas that have happened to you that your tissue, your muscle tissue has had an effect from. So for instance, if you're in a car accident and you, you clench up, you raise your shoulders and, you know, you tense up like that after that, when there's, you know, a car that's pulling up too close to you or something, you have that knee jerk reaction, right? So there's other things that happen in your life too, that might have these muscles tense, just like unknowingly to you. So for instance, when you get a myofascial release session, there was a whole intake situation that took place. And one of the things that she, like, she went from, from like when you were born was your birth, you know, was it anti-traumatic? And I was like, what, what do you mean? Like, was it just a regular, no, the umbilical cord was caught around my throat and it was like, oh, okay, well noted. So you may have throat chakra issues. No surprise that you had chronic sinus infections when you've had issues with your throat since you were born. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Um, And then what else? So that was something that was worked on a lot was like my throat area, which also, you know, might affect your shoulders, which in turn probably affects your spine in some way because it's all a domino effect. It's all, it's all connected. And, um, and then I also was born with a heart murmur, which I don't even all the way know still what a heart murmur is, to be honest. 
but a lot of people are born with them and then a lot of people grow out of them or something like that and I was born with a heart murmur so then like no surprise that all the years that I did all the healing work that I did the one that I had to put in the most work was my heart and my throat um it's just it's interesting when you when you look back at some of this stuff and you're like this makes sense like I've been healing these areas (laughs) forever not forever, but it, it feels like it. It feels like the work doesn't end. And once you reach a new level of understanding and awareness, it's like, but wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. There's always more. There's always more to learn. Um, so those are just a few of my favorite um, self-care treatments, techniques that I've um, looked into that I have tried out. And I've tried them more than once just to throw that out there because I feel like a lot of people, they want, you know, a one-stop shop. They want to try a treatment one time and they want it to fix everything. And that is not realistic. That's realistic. I would say that's realistic in the Western world, but it's not because even the medicine that they give you, you have to take it more than once. So um, don't go to these things expecting to be fixed overnight. That's not how this works. A lot of it is getting to the root cause. A lot of it is addressing the emotional aspect that's associated with the root cause. And um, I know I had this talk with one of my friends about, you know, a lot of these therapies, a lot of these healing modalities, a lot of this work that we do on the path to healing and the path to wholeness is all, it all comes back to self-worth. It all comes back to worthiness. And it's, you know, It's a matter of realizing like the conditioning that has been done over the years that have has made us believe that we weren't worthy in some capacity, whether that was, you know, like for me, for instance, I shared a story recently about this guy that used to draw me because I've always had a long head. He used to draw me as an alien and like, you know, that I, I used to cry all the time about it. So things like that affected my opinions of my worthiness <laughs> because I thought I'd, I looked terribly different. Again, where do these ideas and opinions come from? They're not our own. They're just opinions and emotions from everybody else until we actually learn our own, until we actually embrace how we feel about our own selves and how we think of our own selves. It all comes back down to worthiness. <sighs> it all comes back down to worthiness. So if if that's like one particular affirmation or meditation that you need to work on, it is it is like tapping into self-worth. Whatever that means for you, tapping into self-worth because that affects, I mean, it affects how we price our services. It affects how we think about opinions or ideas of others, which a lot of times they really don't matter. Um, because what, what matters the most is how you feel about yourself. And if we've been conditioned to believe otherwise from so many other sources, and, you know, I can even think of, I'm sure like some of it started with my siblings. I have older siblings. Uh, of course they used to joke that I was adopted. I think all of us joked that one of us was adopted you know, that's conditioning already. Like, oh, you don't belong in the family. Like if we all the way backtrack, and if you think about some of the instances that things were said to you that, 
even adults said things to you that you were like, oh, oh, that's that might be true about me. Like I'm even thinking about I had a teacher in middle school, middle. I had a teacher in middle school. I had a teacher in middle school and oh God, she was a bitch. And I couldn't say she was a bitch then because, you know, we're in middle school listening to the adults. And I swear she had it out for me. And just thinking about how she spoke to me then, I'm sure that affected my worthiness and affected, you know, how I speak up or how I voice my opinion or even wanting to, to like participate in class. And I wasn't like, you know, the student at the very front of the classroom. I wasn't that student, but I was a student that liked to have my voice heard. I was a student that liked to share my stories. I liked to write stories and, you know, share them. But that teacher for sure didn't make me want to do any of that. And, you know, so that probably affected things later on how I perceived what people thought of what I had to say. And look at me therapizing myself again right now in this moment. Um, that's, that's the road to this healing journey, by the way, you know, you have these flashbacks of, of how things went in your life and how things shifted otherwise afterwards. And it all makes sense. It all starts connecting all the dots get put together. And then you're like, okay, I see why that had to happen. I see why I went through that. I see what lessons I learned. Um, but in the moment you don't see that shit at all. So I understand, (laughs) I understand when you're going through it and you're like, well, okay, what lesson? Surely I've learned my lesson by now. Surely I've learned the lesson. Um, But no, the the lessons are always being learned. There's just like different versions of it. Like when, thank God I don't have to take one of these tests again, but you know, those tests that they give you when you're applying for certain jobs and then they just rephrase them several different ways. And you're like, I thought I just answered this question a minute ago, but they, they just, messed with the the words a little bit for you it's like that it's like you learn these different lessons and then it's presented in a different way and you're like didn't I do this already didn't I didn't I already pass this level but then it's just a test to make sure you pass it with flying colors next time um because if you don't then you haven't fucking learned the lesson so I'm learning all the lessons and you know as far as affirmations go because I'm all about some words or spells I am learning my lessons with gentleness, ease, and grace. Um, In the past, and you see I'm saying in the past because in the past, I have learned lessons through suffering. And I don't need those kind of lessons. I like to learn my lessons with gentleness, with love, with compassion, um, with joy. I mean, I'm I'm sure I can add some others, but you get the point. And again, I'm very much realizing as I'm, again, stepping into my power, which Christian and I were talking about this last episode, just how powerful my manifestations have gotten, are getting. Um, And I realize how I have to speak (laughs) because the way things are transforming in my life is almost surreal. Uh, I don't know how else to phrase it. Surreal is a good way to put it. So please, again, let this be a reminder to watch how you speak to yourself, not just how you speak to others, but it starts with you. Please like tap into those thoughts. The moment that you have a negative one, shift it. And one of my friends reached out to me recently. We were talking about Abraham Hicks. And um, one of the things that Abraham Hicks talks about is um, 
she mentions like the path of least resistance or another way to put it is the path of most allowance. And I much prefer saying it the path of most allowance because, um, you know, I learned forever ago whenever you were doing like vision boards, instead of saying, I want to be debt free, don't put debt free on there because then your mind is focusing on debt. Instead, put something like financially free or financially secure. So, you know, sometimes I see people say that one of their affirmations is like, I don't chase, I attract. But I'm so in the zone with how I phrase things in my head before they even come out. I don't even want to say that I don't chase part because why even put that in in my mental space? So instead of I don't chase, I attract, it's just everything that is for me comes to me, you know, or the the greatness that is for me comes to me but i'm not i'm not doing that i don't chase i attract because i feel like that's still like sprinkling in like the possibility of a chase and i don't need that shit anymore i don't need any chasing i'm not doing any chasing so i'm not putting that out there i'm just attracting i am attracting all the good coming to me i don't know if y'all can hear my dog snoring in the background but he he's going through it tonight so Anyway, um, uh, I think that is it for now. Please tap into some self-care for September. Try out something that you have never tried before. That sounds like some shit Shiana says. Uh, Whether that is you look into some inner child healing, if you want to, ooh, I'll talk about that next time. Uh, If you want to talk about some, or if you want to tap into some inner child healing, if you want to... Just treat yourself to a pedicure if you haven't had one in a while. I know that one seems basic, but like it's still touch. So if you're if you're missing out on some human touch, go get a massage, go get a pedicure. Just go get something to treat yourself because you deserve it. And obviously this is a great time to also recommend trying out Reiki for self-care September because Reiki affects your emotional, energetic, spiritual, and physical fields. Uh, so it's all around a great healing modality to address all of those levels. Uh, so you can schedule your one-on-one sessions with me. Um, or if you wish to learn it, I do still have classes available. I'll have those throughout the rest of the year. If you're not in Columbia, South Carolina, I do have virtual classes available as well. So just reach out if you're interested and we'll get you scheduled for a class. If you haven't yet scheduled a Reiki one-on-one session with me, or you haven't participated in one of my group events that I've had, typically on Zoom, um, there is also the free Cosmic Reiki meditation available. It's under my link tree on my Instagram page. It's less than 10 minutes, and it's an amazing experience. So check that out. And uh, I guess that's it for now. I think you're all caught up, so... Remember to meditate and hydrate, and I will catch you guys next time. Bye.